2: Hi everyone and welcome to Inside the Red and White. This is the podcast for fans by fans about all things Arsenal women and women's football in general. We talk through it all from the perspective of the Red and White singing group which is dedicated to building the atmosphere at Arsenal Women's Games. I'm Susie and my co-host is Nat. Hi Nat. Hello. Hello Susie. How are you? I am very well. A little bit tired. Um, at Pride yesterday, <laughs> taking part in the parade alongside Arsenal's bus, on the bus, walking in front of the bus. Quite good fun, actually, not going to lie. How are you, Nat?
3: I'm fine. I'm currently stood behind a curtain in Vienna, so... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, There's recording a reason it, for that. I think you should explain. There is a... <laughs>
3: <laughs> to, just to stop me from being so echoey, but yeah, I'm currently away in Vienna, so pink last night in concert. I also had... A conversation with somebody after the concert I was sat at the bar. I was talking to this guy and he said, "I we was talking about football." Um, and I said, I, was, uh, "I follow Arsenal Women," and he was like, "Oh yeah, our goalkeeper, Austrian goalkeeper." And I was like, "Yeah, Manu me. I was like, "Sorry, that's me." So then, and then I was like, "Oh yeah," and Lara Vreugden. And he was like, "Oh yeah," and I was like, "Yes," um, but yeah, that was quite cool. So uh, it doesn't seem to matter. I, I went to Vienna for Pink and. If I can get women's
2: football still managed to, at any yeah. point, I'm
3: like shoehorning it in. So To, to be fair, the, the
2: takeaway from yesterday, we were just walking down the street afterwards. I obviously still had my top on with Wubbin Moy on the back. And a lady ran up to us and um it turns out that she knows Lotta's aunt. She was like, So why have you got her name on your back? Um and then we uh we did the chant of Lotta Runs the Country on camera for her. Oh, <laughs> so that's she could amazing. Pass that on to, to Lotta's aunt. That's so, fantastic. But they're just coincidence fantastic. of when you go to women's games, you're like, OK, fine. It makes sense that you can see a variety of different names on, on the backs of shirts. But when you're just walking down the streets of London to to just walk past this person that obviously has that personal connection with the player that wouldn't necessarily always be the first choice on the back of a shirt just because they're not, not quite as well known, perhaps, as Leah Williamson or whoever. It was really quite nice to have that little bit of a connection with somebody.
3: I think this season will be the season we see a, a big change in those names that are on the back of the shirts because... Exactly. I think when I was going to the games, you know, this last season, it was Mead, Meadamar, Williamson. And although they'll still be there a lot, I do think that there's going to be a lot more. So, like, I've got Catley on the back of my shirt. I've got, In fact, when I said to that guy, I was like, I've got Zinsberger on the back of my goalkeeper shirt. I was like, she's insane. (laughs) I did see the pictures of the parade yesterday. Uh, A lot of the red and white went. Well done to everyone. From a football club point of view, was the Arsenal section bigger than any, did any other
2: clubs? Uh, I suspect. I don't think we were necessarily that much bigger. So it was actually quite fun. So I arrived, uh, me and Selina, we, we got there early. We were there for about half past nine because somebody had to sit with the bus. So we had the chance to see all of the other buses and floats and things arrive. Number one, Spurs had a very small van we were like, that can't be it. And the people driving it were like, no, we, this is it. So, number one, that was quite funny. Did they forget? Were they there? They were there, yeah. yeah. They were actually in front of us. All of the football clubs are sort of stacked together, they're, you know, one after the other. Yeah, yeah. And we had West Ham behind us and then behind that was Chelsea. And then obviously in front of us, it was it was Spurs, which meant that... <laughs> Because obviously the parade there were protesters along the parade, which is fun. there were pauses in the in the parade, obviously it was stop start, which meant that we were bunched up quite close to spurs for a lot of it and so we were just having a little bit of shit housery you know we managed to for, for a very short period stick a uh, stick an arsenal flag to the back of their van <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, I mean it was just good fun, and obviously there was a chance about about Spurs. Um, the crowd were joining in. I mean, it was just you know like it was it was just making it about the football, which is kind of the point of it too. You know, Gay Goon as as a as an organisation is intended to create that safe space to be able to go and support Arsenal. You know, not think about anything else. You can just go and support Arsenal, and I think that that was reflected in the atmosphere, as it were, of the day. And it was nice to see all the football clubs uh, represented. But yeah, Chelsea their float was bigger than ours this year because apparently they got on. that last year ours was bigger than than theirs a little bit of rivalry but all very good natured oh good
3: well it has to be done it has to be done obviously also yesterday the lionesses played I think some of the guys from the red and white were up at the game as well up in Milton Keynes Mm. I managed to watch bits and bobs of it Uh, I was saying to Susan before we came on i watched the first half in a in a pub and then I watched bits of the second half in just a a, a mosh of people trying to get to the front of the merchandise stand. So the Lionesses game was a bit, well, it was flat. I, I, actually, I'm not really surprised by what's happened there. They obviously, I think the, the girls needed some minutes in their legs. You know, we, we we weren't clinical in front of goal. Obviously, Serena was making a lot of changes. That back fall was completely different. Um She's obviously trying to work out who her starting eleven is. She's got headaches, which I think is a good thing. I, I, you know, with the Euros, it was completely different. That starting eleven, I think, was set way before the tournament even started. You know, the back four, and then and who the subs were going to be. I think where she's got her biggest headache is who does she start in the ten? Because I think not having Frank Kirby is Ella Toon is quiet. She's really, really quiet, and I think she was she's been quiet for United. Um, the last few England games, I've seen her. I've, I've not been I don't I don't see her sort of create creating anything. I mean Lauren James does make some good runs. Do wonder whether she would be better suited in that ten position with can you imagine a, a front four of Kemp, Kelly, Lauren James, and then you've you've got a choice of three, you know, Russo yeah. Daly and, and England. But who will get that number nine shirt? I don't know. I don't see Daly as a sub for the World no. Cup because I don't see her as being able to come in and influence a game in that way. Whereas I think Russo has an impact when she comes on. Yeah. Whereas I would have just really liked to have seen Beth England or actually maybe even try a different formation because you've got three powerhouses. Change your formation around. Like, could we not play with a, you know, a nine and a false nine or whatever, and and, yeah. and sort of have to? I forwards. guess the
2: the issue is that. They're obviously very limited in the number of games that they can play. So the number of games that they have to really, really test out these tactics. Because if they do it and it really doesn't work, then they've lost a game to try something that would have been a safer choice that they know that they're more likely to play at the World Cup, I guess. So I think that if they had more games, then I bet that they would have tried as many different formations as they could.
3: I think the only things set in stone right now are Kira and Georgia in the middle, Lucy on the right and Mary in the goal. And look, yeah. they played Alex on the left, which obviously is where she was coming on for H Daly yeah. in the Euros. Obviously, the last few games for England, she's played as centre-back. But yeah, so from a Lioness's point of view, she will, you know, they're going to fly out to Australia. I think it's on Wednesday. So I suppose we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I do think that given the group we've got, you know, on paper, England should get through this um, group. Mm. And I think what we're going to have to do is use those three games really to sort of find some... I think for me, I
2: think Serena needs to decide what she's doing quicker. I think as well. Then looking at Arsenal, I think the fact that we've we've talked about a load of other things before we've come on to Arsenal and the transfer news this week shows we are, I think, a little bit tired of how long some of some of it's taking to actually come to light and be officially confirmed in the in the group chat, Some of the announcements this past week they've been announced, and everybody's gone finally, and then moved on, which is obviously. Not really what we want because it's super exciting. Some of these players coming in and renewals and things like that, as well as what we're anticipating in the in the next couple of days. It's a little bit of a been a weird transfer season with knowing or as officially as you can knowing quite early on about some of these names, and then when it comes to the time that they're actually confirmed, it, it's kind of a bit of a like uh, a tick box. It's like yeah,
3: like we'd, we'd obviously, Cass obviously signed earlier this week. We were trying to get her in January. And I think that's the problem. It's been elongated, you know what I mean? So mm. she's sort of been on the tip. And obviously the thing is, she'd done her post to Benfica. There she'd left and we were like, right, she's left there. When, when do we know that she's ours? Obviously
2: they announced, can you say a name? Because I'm still not 100% <laughs> yeah. there yet. I can do, uh, well, I can, I can do what I think it is. Um, Amanda Listet. Oh, I I just like it when you say it as well. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's probably wrong. Amanda, no, if we'll... you listen to this, tell me. If we've got oh, your yeah, name on. Yeah, yeah. we need to know how to pronounce it so we can, so we can get it right his. in the chance. Big fan
3: of hers already. I know that she gave me a lot of love back on social media after she'd signed, and I really like that. It was a straightaway interaction. Well, it's just engagement, isn't it? Oh, it's nice it's to perfect. It, and... it doesn't take a lot to just double tap no. something, and I think, as you guys know, as soon as any sort of transfer is sort of uh, bubbling away, whether it's going to get over the line or not, you know, we're, we're straight in the song chat. There's been some... Fantastic ideas, and I think uh, Joe put something on um, Instagram, and she she said that she liked it. I can't remember which one. It might have been the Mandy one, I think. Um, but it's but it's having that you know that straight away that interaction. And now I'm really really excited for the start of the season, so that we can, you know, sing those songs at the players and see their reaction for that first time. That's what I'm really excited yeah. about.
2: I think this would be the first time that we've got a new chant that we're probably going to be singing that the player already knows about it. (laughs) Because obviously we've talked about it before for Samson, the fact that when she heard it the first time, she was genuinely like surprised and, and happy with it because she had no idea. And now they all know. It's been really
3: nice to actually finally get some transfer news. We have been waiting for ages. And because there's this other transfer, I think on Sky Sports yesterday, when they were doing the coverage for the England game, they basically said... You know, it, it's a matter of days before it's announced that um, yeah. uh, that Rousseau's coming to Arsenal. It's probably the first time for the men's and the women's team where they've both got this player that they want. So Declan Rice for the mm. men's team and Alessia Russo for um, for the women's team. The and two they're massive big, transfers and teams, they're yeah. really trying to get them across the line. And I think but the
2: thing is, though, as well, for the men's saga, that I've actually been following a little bit because it's been bidding against City. And I think that that, as a narrative, that's been engaging. And I know that that's not what it's about. Transfer season is what it is. And then once we get the player, that's the point of it. But with the Lessia Russo, we've just been waiting for a month now for it to be confirmed.
3: I don't know how I'm going to feel when it's announced because I feel like all the joy and excitement sort of been rinsed out of it a little bit for me. And, and it, I think it's massive. And we talked about this before, but it's this is going to be everywhere. But the thing is, it's like we've already got the chance ready. <laughs> what are we going to talk about everyone's just going to go we've got Russo yeah we knew or whatever or yeah you know exactly. what I, and then it'll just be like oh not a surprise whatever I don't, I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know what the emotion should be I think more for me I, suspect I can't wait costs. to see her in an in an Arsenal shirt um obviously though the biggest news this week the Anna this filled my heart with joy when this was announced and, if, and I think you know we knew about We've, there was probably going to be some transfers but I'd, obviously they've just dropped Jen Beatty's contract extension just that sort it felt a little bit out of nowhere but it was it was so joyous and she's also yeah. uh, I think with the extension she's also going to be what was it Susie sorry
2: performance uh, performance lifestyle lead yeah I'd love and I know, to know what exactly that entails because yeah. that sounds like good fun
3: I wonder if it's um I don't. I don't know actually. We'll no. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to ask her next time we see her. But
2: yeah, it's just mentioned as a title, but it doesn't actually say what what that entails at all in any of the uh, uh, in any of the articles. So yeah, it'd be great to know. I
3: think I saw a tweet actually, and I don't know if this was a dig at, at Villa, but Remy Allen, who recently was out of contract with Villa after coming back from injury, had literally retweeted E's contract extension and said, "Well done, Arsenal. This is how you look after your players." Because obviously we know that Jen Beattie is she's a squad player. She's coming towards the end of her career. She showed in that interview that she just loves the bones of Arsenal from uh, and everybody. And she was so keen talking about the st- you know the staff, everybody involved at the club, and how she she loves working with those people. And she she firmly has a hand on what her role is. And I know she had a different type of role last season. I think something to do with marketing. And I know she was doing like she wasn't doing full time for the club so she was doing like another sort of bit of a job as well and obviously she's thinking about after football, after yeah. yeah and she's obviously doing a bit more media stuff she was at Glastonbury wasn't she last mm. weekend doing a talk and Kate was there and she was she was saying how it was just like listening to her on one of her podcasts but yeah it's just the way Jen speaks and you just find yourself just listening to her and yeah I think for me she what she did last season uh, was incredible, you know, to go from, she knew, she always knew her role and she's, she's always really open about that. She knows, you know, that she's, she's not going to play, she's going to train really hard. But when she's called upon, and I have said this time after time after time, that if you're going to have a player like that, that, you know, they, they're sort of in the squad and they're there, sort of a backup plan, if they need to, and you can call upon them at any moment and they can go in and do the job that you ask them to do, mm-hmm. that is Jen. But um, obviously, as with everything with Arsenal, we don't know how long this extension is. It could be one year. It could be one year with an knock to extend for another year. And I think Jen will probably take it in a stride and play for as long as she can. I think she literally said that. Last week. She doesn't want to stop playing.
2: No, I mean, I'm super excited for it as well. I think that when you're talking about the, this, the excitement around transfers and things, there's that, that uncertainty around hers and those kind of renewals, not uncertainty, because I think that we we thought that she wanted to extend the fact it's again been left quite late, and there wasn't really that much news. It was, yeah, really, really nice to have that clarity around it.
3: Yeah, I also think. Um,
2: oh god, I lost my train of thought again.
3: Oh my god, I am I'm tired, guys. It's been a long few days.
2: <laughs> but go on. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I was just going to circle back round and just sort of say that. Um, I think LaCasse, One of the things that we were actually quite excited about as well. She's obviously quite a proven goal scorer, but I know that you particularly, Nat, you're you're quite excited about, about the fact that she knows how to celebrate goals.
3: Oh, I, honestly, I can't, you can't even. I can't. Somebody put shared it on Twitter um, a clip of her, and she she loves a celebration, and I'm a big fan of that because we all know guys. Girls don't know how to celebrate properly. I think, you know, the biggest celebration I think we had was when Katie ran over to the uh, to the dugout after she scored against Man City. But most of the time, it's just sort of a, a little jump and a fist bump. And I'm just like, come on, guys. I know obviously you know the Tottenham game that I wasn't at. You know, Caitlin ran over. I think, did they come over to the crowd for two of the goals? I think they did. Yeah. Chloe, if you're listening, if you'd like to sit the girls down and just say, look, you, you can celebrate goals. And if you want to run towards the North Bank... And celebrate with us every single time you score. Then please feel free because we are we are happy and we will welcome it. But yeah. um, I'm really yes. Yeah, so I was looking at some stats for uh, Amanda. I mean, she's taller. I don't know if you've seen the behind the scenes video from the contract signing. <laughs> no, her height difference quite from Chloe. a difference. It's quite a difference there. I don't know a massive amount about both players, but obviously they're both featuring in the World Cup. So. I'll definitely be watching, you know, kind of, well, I, I intend on watching as many games as possible, but I'll definitely be watching all the Sweden games, all of the, and I mean, to be fair, I'm going to watch all the games that have got the Arsenal players in. It's really yeah. exciting to see that so many of our first team are actually going to be at the World Cup, which is fantastic. The other thing is, as, as much as I, I love the guys going to the World Cup, the guys need a pre-season. There are actually a lot of those teams that may not get out of the group, so hopefully they'll get yeah. a break and, and be back in, but... I do, If you'd have said to me at the beginning of the season, would your view change from being club to country uh, over this season, or would you still prefer country over club? And it's completely switched. I didn't think that would happen, but I genuinely prefer club football over, over country. Um, and I, I mean, I still really enjoy watching the England games, but. Yeah, you just can't. You can't beat going to an Arsenal game. And I, do you know what? Now we've got these signings, and hopefully another one this week. And hopefully they'll tell us what Viv's doing. I'm assuming she's not out of contract. I don't think they're going to tell us. Just think mm. she's just going to carry on playing. I think next season. Contract wise, obviously, I'm hoping they'll they'll get a few across the line. Big one, obviously, is Katie McCabe's contract's coming up for yeah. uh, renewal, and I, I really hope that we can, you know, for having a positive season, I, I, I believe that she will stay with the club. But let's just say, I just think next season is going to be so excited. I'm even more excited about the fact we started this podcast because we're gonna have so many fun things, and imagine we'll be able to listen back to the season. And and everything that we've accomplished when we sat there at the end of four trophies, which is what I will continue to say until <laughs> something
2: occurs. That, that Guys, if you, that if you don't like things being jinxed, then don't listen to this podcast. It's no, not we jinx
3: everything. Everything's fine. But I think that pretty much covers everything that's gone on this week. It's been a quiet week, I think, Susie, hasn't it?
2: Uh Yeah, nothing really to talk about this past Not week. Not really, um, no.
3: So um, <laughs> thank God that we uh, we got some pre-recording in just to fill out this episode and we were joined by <laughs> one of our very good friends, Rebecca, who was also at the Gay Gooners Parade yesterday, looking great. So um, Rebecca came on to talk to us about how she found Arsenal and, and found a way into the Red and White and, and also fully into the North Bank. And uh, it was a really, really... Um, wonderful conversation and thank you Rebecca for joining us and we'll we'll insert
0: that now Picture the scene all of your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go partner this with your team playing champagne football perfect order Delivery now on the McDonald's app there's nothing quite like a Delivery at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com
1: The Talk Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So then, Rebecca,
2: the professional, take it away.
4: Hello. So I... Got into women's football in the Euros as per so many people. At the time, I was working in Elstree Studios, which is literally across the road from Meadow Park. So I sort of was just at work and I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go to um, an Arsenal women's game. I had no one to go with, so I dragged along my trainee and her husband, who's, like, football mad, and we went along in our little red jumpers, and we sat in the West stand. and it was Ajax-Arsenal. And, yeah, sat in the West stand. and I cannot tell you how quiet it was. <laughs> we didn't want to even, like, celebrate goals, but obviously, a great first game to go to, and they gave us some free flags, which, you know, who doesn't love a freebie, especially when it's Arsenal? And from then, I was, like, hooked. So I was, like, making sure I was home every time, like, in time to watch them on YouTube and FA player at the weekends and whatever. But obviously still had no one to go to these games with. So managed to drag them along again to the Man United game at the Emirates. Great seats. And I was like, oh, the atmosphere will be amazing. And it was, you know, as it was. (laughs) (laughs) But it was good. Then I think it must have been around that sort of time, this link sort of went out in the Supporters Club WhatsApp group, which obviously was from Lewis, saying, you know, we're a group and we're um, trying to build atmosphere at the Arsenal games. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a bit of me. So I joined it and I was like silent, silent in the group. And suddenly (laughs) people started saying like, oh, I'm going to this game on my own, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, hey, like I can go on my own. Like this. This sounds so fun. So I chose the coldest game, <laughs> the the Leon game at yeah.
2: Everest.
4: I think, Susie, I'm sure you were there. I was um, there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I knew it. It was. <laughs> So cold. I was in like all my thermals, and so I put this message in the group saying, like, "Oh, I'm coming on my own to this game because I just sort of bought a ticket." And Farah messaged me saying, "Oh, I'm also going on my own. Do you want to meet at the station beforehand, and we can walk into the pub together?" And I was like, "Oh, that that sounds really nice." So, bearing in mind, I couldn't see Farah's WhatsApp photo <laughs> waiting for her at the station. Luckily, she was really nice, obviously. We, yeah, walked into the tolly together and I recognised Eve. And we got chatting to Eve and to Lauren. And I think we spoke to Joe or Lewis. Do you know, it's all a blur, but, you know, talking to people. (laughs) And from that game, I think Far and I were sat just behind, like, Lauren and Eve. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so great. And that was obviously, there was only a very small group of us. And they were like, yeah, we normally stand in the North Bank, blah, 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 So I literally, I think I went home that night. Far and I were texting and I was like, I've just bought North Bank tickets for the rest of the season. It's a way to do it. Like, oh, I literally yeah. went from zero to 100. <laughs> and yeah, that was me literally hooked. So first game back, after the Christmas break, started like meeting a couple more people. And then we had West Ham away, which was Steena's birthday, I think. Yeah, And we were doing all the Swedish stuff. And someone put a message in the red and white group saying, can anyone do Swedish face paint? And I was like, well, this sounds like a job for me. And I basically decided what better way to meet more people than to paint their faces and everyone that sat down I was like what's your name I'm Rebecca to try and like introduce myself get to know some more people so we did that we did a lot of face paint I was really scared that everyone was gonna not be able to get it off and they'd be like stained blue for work but I didn't didn't hear any complaints so (laughs) I just had to remember I just had to remember
3: to take take it off
4: Yeah, I kept rubbing my face.
2: So I I was definitely it was definitely just green smudge on my face by the end, I think, but still definitely worth it.
4: (laughs) And Susie, you got some really nice photos from that and I was like, oh, this is so nice. And then I think we had a couple more games in the North Bank and that was like obviously the love just grew and grew. And I think the moment that I realised it was something really special was the Man City Conti Cup game. So I had a ticket, I was all ready to go, and I overran at work so I couldn't get there. And I started getting these messages, like Farah was like, oh my God, everyone's asking where you are, like everyone's missing you. And I was like, oh my God, how special is this, that like something that we love, where we we joined this group to create atmosphere because we wanted to be vocal, like support the team, has grown into something where we've made serious friendships. And I think that's where, like, that crossover is something I think a lot of us talk about, you know, we went to the games on our own or whatever. And I've spoken to Lewis about this, that his idea of something to just, as he says, make a bit of noise. I mean, it's turned into so much more than that. And, you know, we're recognised now by the club and, like, I'm sure some of the players recognise us. And I think it's so amazing, actually when you kind of think about that, that from this group of people that just, yeah, just wanted to like turn up and chant a bit, and it's turned into this amazing thing. And like, when you when you look back on the videos, it's unbelievable. And I honestly, I watch them back sometimes and I'm like, I can't believe that that's, that's us. And then you go to these, like, we go to these away games that we, you know, we go to King's Meadow and we're like shoved in this little like bike shed and we are the only people you can hear there is no other team in the WSL that has the support like we bring I'm so sure of that and I feel like that's where the love affair is at (laughs) so hopefully I've summed it up well yes I say you have
2: (laughs) and we're in agreement
3: (laughs) oh absolutely like I i remember meeting you rebecca at the west ham game with so many people and I, I it was actually after the west ham game where i sort of met what i have got now I, I consider really really close friends and i remember like leaving there and me and alice were in the car and i was like Oh, my God. How lovely was Rebecca? I don't know how many faces you painted then, but that will not... She's not even mentioned the Conti Cup final, but Rebecca... <laughs> exactly. Was she, I was thinking about that one, too. Anyone that was there at the pre-match at the pre um, for the Conti Cup final, and everybody was drinking and singing and thingy, and Rebecca, all she did was she face-painted everyone, and it's just fabulous, and that is where she's a professional, because... You had your own (laughs) chant that day, didn't you? I did. did. You did, did. you did. That's how that was born. you are a professional, that was how that was born. And honestly, it's things like that. And I've said there's so many selfless acts of people just giving up their time or whatever it is, whether it's to... You could have sat there quite happily with a gin and tonic and enjoyed all the singing and that, but you didn't. You literally worked your whole time through that. But you gave so much joy to so many people and it was what a day that
2: was. And it really added to the occasion. So what I loved about the fact that you were doing that was it was for everybody. There were some kids there and they were like, yes, I would like my face painted. And yet I was there and I was like, yes, please, I want my face painted. It literally brought so many generations of people together as well. Um, and I just think it was really emblematic of what women's football and what Arsenal women can do. In that moment, we were all sat in a beer garden, eating halloumi chips with face paints and things going on in the background. And and then we had the fan walk and things afterwards with the free flags as you've mentioned always good uh, free flags always good yeah it was just it was that was a good fun day you
4: know what at half time this little kid came over to me with with their mum and she was like oh apparently you're the person that did the face paint like my kid would really love some face paint <laughs> And I was like oh my god of course like I would love to and I just thought like isn't it amazing that actually also it brings confidence to children to like go for it and I could talk about Ellie all day everyone knows um (laughs) I just love everything that she brings to the games Mm. and I think about like kids like her and you know the next generation of supporters and I think like what an amazing way that they're seeing what we bring you know you can see firsthand what we bring to the players they talk about it all the time don't they that they hear us even if it doesn't look like it they can hear us and I just think there's something really special about then when you see these kids and maybe they start off in the West Stand or they start, like, in the North Bank but sort of in the corner and then slowly, slowly, they're, they're the ones starting the chants and it's amazing, oh, I think. One of my favourite things with the kids who were doing the chanting,
3: so when we was at Everton, there's a guy called Ian and he had his two daughters with him. And I don't know if you remember, Susan, but he had one of them up on his, on his uh, shoulders and I was like, what's your favourite chant? And she was all really, like, nervous and mm. I was like, start it! And at least she started it. And it's, do you know when the kids start and we get involved and then they get a massive round of applause at the end? Yeah. Like, that is literally, like, I love that because you want to give them confidence to do that. As adults, like, to start a chant is quite daunting, but I love it when the kids are. When we went to the Villa Chelsea non-Arsenal oh, game. Was non-uniform a, day. I know, non-uniform, <laughs> as we call it, yeah, an Arsenal non-uniform day, just to try and, at any point, just watch Chelsea lose, basically. <laughs> and there was a little boy, there was a boy, sat in front of us so basically villa although they're trying now they don't know what an atmosphere is sorry if you're a villa fan but they really don't and they need some lessons so we thought we'd give them a few lessons in how to sing songs so obviously the main one is what do you think of chelsea and this this, this little boy started after we'd sung it a couple of times started singing it what do you think of chelsea we were like shit and he's like what do you think of shit? and i was thinking his parent is gonna go mad but she didn't care they didn't care they were just enjoying it Honestly, one of the highlights of my season (laughs) wasn't even an Arsenal game,
2: but it was good fun. Do do you know what I like as well? I love the fact that, considering what we've built so far, and I will say, I think it'll be super interesting to see, not on the first game back, because I think that we're all going to be there, but when you start get back to those kind of mid-season, middle-of-the-week games, like, are we still going to have the numbers in the the North Bank? I think that's going to be the test, I think, just to see, like towards the end of the season there's more to play for and people are going to buy into it a bit more is that going to stay the same or or is it going to sort of dip a little bit again we'll see but regardless of that I think that if you think of say, a young girl or whatever going to a game for the first time now all that she's going to know is we allowed and we have great fun.
3: Literally everyone we spoke to so far everybody started in the West End however fair play to the west End because really getting it up because they're really working hard on getting those people together that do want to do want to sing because that's all you need around you is just a couple of people because I remember when I was in the west End I wanted to sing dancing and it was like what you said Rebecca about like you don't You
4: feel bad for clapping? I I brought my dad to the Leicester game, Leicester at home, um, and also my dad's best friend, who's a lifelong Arsenal supporter. He's been going to women's games for years. I took my dad, who's never been to an Arsenal game. The only women's games he's been to are the England games, which we go to together. Um, And I said, "I, I really want you to come to an Arsenal game. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come, I'll come. And he has not stopped talking about it since. He texted me actually the other day being like, I've got that Katie McCabe song stuck in my head. And um, you know, every so often he'll just come up to me and go, Yona, side of red and white Ah <laughs> yes. like it I think it just goes to show you it's one game and you are hooked. But people always say to me How did you choose Arsenal? You know, because obviously I live I live in North West London. I could have chosen Chelsea. I could have chosen Tottenham. (laughs) Um, Listen,
2: we
3: don't swear on this podcast
4: forever, okay? Unless
2: we're doing a certain chance. I I
4: literally went to that one Arsenal game and I was so fell in love with so many aspects of it. There was no question that that Mm. was that was it. That was my team. I don't know, you know, everyone's got their own journey to Arsenal and then to the Red and White, obviously. But I think it is interesting how many people have stuck by it, like went for the football and got so much more out of it, Mm. which is amazing, really. This time last
3: year, the Euros was just starting and I watched every single game on my own. Can you imagine if, I'm so glad we've got the World Cup this year, can you imagine if this would have been the season before and we were going into a home Euros together? I mean, it would have been incredible, but I just think look at yeah fast forward just a year I've got some of the most incredible friends I've been away with them I've been on away trips with them literally speak every single day and we've got so many plans for this next year and I'm just like it's more than Arsenal and it's people care and you do you come for the football of course you do But I stay for the people and I come back for the people and the atmosphere and and just and the connection with the players. It's it's the whole thing. It's not Mm -hmm. just one thing. I've never felt so connected or felt so part of something and appreciated and just listen to Rebecca talk and everybody else and everybody's stories and what they've done. And I just honestly it
4: makes me smile. Every single day, and I just love it. Do you Me know too. what? I think you hit the nail on the head, is feeling like you belong to something. You walk into Meadow Park in the North Bank, it does not matter if you are the first there, the last to arrive. It's like it's like going home, and it's like uh. walking... No. Oh, do make us nostalgia. <laughs>
3: But <laughs> that's literally it's the like, perfect line you've ever said in your life oh my god thank gosh. you thank you
4: I'll put see me. um oh. but it's like walking in and knowing that you are you can be you unapologetically and there are people that you know you have the same values you know we're we're all people from such different walks of life mm. and we found this one thing that we absolutely love and look at Sort of where it's taken us. And... I'm literally nearly
3: laying down because I just can't cope with anything anymore. It's just too much. <laughs> I'm just so, I'm Every just time so we do these life.
2: journeys, we're just like, oh, the, we're reminiscing. <laughs> we're just thinking about how we belong and it's incredible, <laughs> but it's, it's taxing on the emotions. <laughs> I know. I don't
3: think we can do two in one week again, Susie. It's a lot, isn't
2: it? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was. Yeah.
3: So, should we move on? Should we do the yeah. five? I think.
0: Champions of Europe! Europe!
2: First question, uh, Rebecca, what was your favourite away game atmosphere?
4: My favourite is my favourite for a few reasons. I thought you were just going to leave it at
2: my favourite is my so favourite.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <David. laughs>
2: Sorry, your favourite is your favourite for a few reasons. Continue.
4: (laughs) I have gone with the North London Derby, away, Spurs. There's so many reasons. Firstly, it literally felt like a home game. We've said it a million times. We will say it a million more. It was unbelievable. Susie, I think you mentioned this, Lewis's podcast, when we walked in and people went, oh, the North Bank have arrived. And it's like, (laughs) that was unbelievable. I think we were all you know, grouped together, that rendition of um North London Forever. It was so wonderful. And I also have to give a special mention here. I feel like Nat might know what I'm about to say. <laughs>
3: well if you don't say it, I am <laughs> <laughs>
4: We, um, a lot of us made the cut in the access all areas for that that game, which was so wonderful until <laughs> it, the, the camera cuts to um, a okay. group of us singing Sabrina's song. I chart. know what you're gonna say now. Oh, it's so um, funny, guys. I will
3: put this on Twitter the same day that this podcast we'll comes use it out, to promote will, this podcast. We will definitely use it to promote this podcast. <laughs>
4: I feel like I need to give, like, a disclaimer here. That, like, I've had a really awful, awful week. And I was like, you know what will cheer me up is the football, being with the red and white, blah, blah, blah. We're doing Sabs' chant, which, for the record, is one of my favourites. And we've got these foam fingers. The camera cuts to me. And honestly, you'd think we were losing 10-0. I look so <laughs> miserable. <laughs> and anyone that ever sees me at a football game, I'm always smiling. It's oh, just, yeah, know, yeah. But, like I'm, I am always smiling and it just captures me in the worst way. But it, it is funny because it's like someone's
3: put a Spurs fan and made them sing along to an art chant. champ. It's like that, basically. <laughs> I watch it when I
4: feel sad because it makes me laugh. I just like to say, just in case any of the players listen to this, SABs, I do love you so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> every other time, I just don't look relieved. like it.
2: <laughs> That's a very good choice for a way game. So let's move on to the,
4: what was your favourite home game atmosphere? Okay, this one, I tried to choose one that no one's mentioned yet, but also it is actually my favourite, which was Reading at Home. What an absolute day that was. We got to the pub (laughs) so early. We did meet French Susie.
1: Um, we did. Oh I know that day. was
4: mentioned, but it was so wonderful. But it was specifically the seven minute uh Jonas Eideval's Red and White Army rendition, mm. which was just so fantastic. When you actually think about that, seven minutes of this group of people standing. Belting out the same line over and over again for seven minutes. The players on the bench were doing it. Yeah. Like it was so brilliant. Obviously, we won 4-0. It was amazing. I just I feel like that was such a group coming together to do something. And every time we looked around and we we're like, oh my god, we're still going. I, I just loved it. I absolutely loved it. I think for like that as well. Pass
3: the parcel a little bit. Because obviously you have a group of people that do just do the Jonas Idivells and you have to really shout it and then when you've got and then when you see someone flaking you have to be like right I'll jump on the Jonas bit yeah. Now.
2: Yeah. and it's like swapping it round but honestly like we just kept going do you remember where Lewis would start chanting it and then he'd do ten and we'd be like oh, wow done you just did 10 that's the most we've ever done and we sort of escalated so the next time it might be 12 when we were like oh we're getting more (laughs) and then this one happened and I think it was the first time that it just completely naturally like we'd had this epic game it was absolutely chucking it down with rain Um, I realized we've been doing this for two minutes and it was just a completely natural thing everybody was stamping everybody was banging the the back of the stands we had a pretty decent crowd considering it was raining it was dark it was exactly
3: sky Sports. yeah
2: yeah Yeah, one of those and it just kept going but it wasn't forced
3: genuinely do you know why I think that ended up having having the best atmosphere was because of the way the pre-match meet-up went so if you remember I mean you won't remember Susie because
2: French Susie was (laughs) there I had one drink I was just very happy on that day
3: (laughs) very happy uh to be in France but anyway (laughs) so what had happened was we were meeting and then we'd got the pub we're going to play the Chelsea Man United game Which kicked off like half past 12. Um, So we'd started. Then there was the men's Arsenal game. So we watched that. And then more and more people came in, but we were singing in the pub. There was loads of singing in the pub, singing down. Do you remember we were singing all the way down to Meadow Park? And it was cold. It was raining. We didn't care. We'd have the best afternoon together. Just be like, no, no, we've got to do it right till the end now.
2: Um, You were were conductor maestro. I was on that occasion. It. I get people coming <laughs> yeah, up to me great. being like, oh, I remember you. You <laughs> conducted us. I feel famous yeah. on occasion just because of that one moment. Yeah. Right, OK, I'm I'm moving on. I'm yeah. moving on. Moving um, on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs>
4: <laughs> to what was your favourite team performance? My favourite was the Champions League quarterfinal against Bayern Munich at home. Mm. To come back from the, you know, obviously the away leg... I mean, that Freedom Arnhem goal was just mm, special. Oh, chess kiss, chess <laughs> kiss. And I think they just gave it everything. You know, when you oh, actually think about yeah. what we were facing, you know, Bayern are such a strong side. I remember it's basically basically Germany, it was basically Germany, it? Exactly. We played Germany with Georgia Stanway in. So. And, and with a major injury crisis. Yeah. And when you actually think about that, I just. And we think, lost
3: Kim Little, remember?
4: Yes, it looks a little like, in the but first, that just yes. kind of that lit a fire.
2: Um, that I'm not joking. absolutely when right. Kim
3: went off, I thought, oh no, man! Like Kim yeah. is just you know in the midfield, you need her in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Leah stepped in. Leah, it. she stepped
2: up one hundred percent. Really did that freedom iron Gold goal such a such oh, an assist from Leah. Yes. Like it was just beautiful. Oh, that touch, oh, it was beautiful. like just the, just the it. vision she had the for that. Whole Come thing. on. Absolutely beautiful. That, intact, that was as a team
3: goal because exactly. even the bit before it comes over, I can't remember who had it, who knocked it to Leah, and how she thought to go. I'm just going to pop this back
2: and then yeah, run out and of the Frida
3: way. To just <laughs> yeah, she did. The thing is, Frida just put it in the top corner. She didn't... there was no. There's hardly any. She does
2: that with the free kicks. Uh...
3: She places
2: them perfectly, and it's like she doesn't yeah, need. She really... has the power. She doesn't need the yeah. power. She just places she it. and She knows that. what she's it would doing. Have
3: gone rose but so glad we were there. I'm looking at my buy an Arsenal scarf. I don't do half and half scarfs but that that one but
2: that one you that.
0: did. I will yeah. yeah. okay.
3: <laughs> it Anna was, was worth it. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one Good one.
0: Good yeah, one. Cut yeah. that
2: out. <laughs> 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 you know you don't want it to go on record that you've got a half and half scarf. All right. <laughs> Really
3: in. nice scarf. No, it's a nice scarf. Right,
2: I'm moving on again. Um, to yeah. what would be your
4: dream signing? Okay, Um I've got two. Uh My first one. This is a so... theme. Oh, I'm so is this sorry. a fan ten? I
2: don't think. No,
3: I'm
4: joking. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. fan. You go. Go. Well, go. I never like to follow rules. Okay, the first one's So un- criminally underrated, Maz Pacheco. Oh uh, yes, <sighs> the way she plays. I just. How she has not had a national call-up, I do not know. I also think she would just slot into Arsenal so well. And similarly, I've also gone for Honor Batier. Again, oh, defense, I just, Yeah, well, I just felt wow, like, you know, we've just Raph lost Rafa... Gone. Leah sorry, is out. Sorry, for Laura. The, sorry, um... Noel. All out. Well, well Laura's out. Well, well, is well out. Yeah. yeah, You know, okay, I just, yeah. I just thought it might open up our options a bit. Yeah, I think we're all we next
2: season. We're all about rotation. I'm saying yes. this like, yeah, it, like we're we're saying we multiple, yeah, yeah. multiple world class players in every position. Yeah, Barca can do it. Arsenal is is just Absolutely. can be just as good as 22 world class players. <laughs> favorite chant. What is your favorite
4: chant? I have gone for one that we have been singing a lot more recently for obvious reasons. And I've gone for Jen Beatty's chant. Oh, Um, good. I know we've spoken about this before, but you know when Between the Rounds and everyone really slows down? I just think it just hits so well. I think it's, again, underrated. Special mention, obviously, to Katie McCabe's chant because that is 100 out of 10. Um, But I feel like that's a classic. So you know um, my
3: favourite bit about Jen's chant is that super when everyone's like Yeah,
4: yeah. Okay. and I'm throwing it out. It's just so it. great and I think it's one that I think probably gives her I like to think it gives her a real boost. And I just I just really enjoy it. It's a classic football chant. You cannot beat a classic. One hundred percent, and you know what, Jen Be,
3: fair play to her. Whenever she's steps been called up upon, and when steps up when yeah. needed, yeah. Body check pop. Honest to God, with a massive smile on her face, that is just the best thing she's I just ever done. Loved but
4: it. Just hope that she continues to get minutes this season, because of yeah, next season rather, because she she absolutely stepped up. Well, I reckon that that was a pretty
2: decent fan six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Fan 10. laughs> You're welcome. 10, but no, very, d- very good choices. Likes. Yes, exactly. And thank you ever so much for speaking to us. I've absolutely loved hearing your your journey, hearing your fan five.
4: Thanks so much for having me. I normally listen to this in the gym, so I'm going to look forward to listening to my own voice in the gym. That sounds weird. <laughs> that will motivate you.
0: Absolutely. It will. <laughs> ¡Lleado!
2: All right, now you're back with nat and susie we've realized that we forgot to do the the uh, usual ending while we were recording rebecca's bits obviously if you like this episode if you like all of the episodes then make sure that you follow uh, us you can do that on spotify and apple and you can also leave us a review that would be great you know if you if you enjoy
3: it then yeah please um keep enjoying it <laughs> sorry i am <laughs> tired guys it's been
2: a long weekend <laughs> so yeah oh, you, 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 you know, listen to that just keep enjoying it and- <laughs>
3: Look at until- the dedication, though. Honestly, I've I've I said to Susie before. I can't remember the last time I had a normal drink that didn't contain alcohol. On that note, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> until next time, I'll leave you later. Away.